why do men refuse to go to the doctor? Why do you all feel like going to the doctor is an experiment? You don't trust them. And I get it. We all feel that way. Even women sometimes will go and we think that we're going for one thing. And when we get there, it's something different. But women will go. And it's not just the doctor. It's the dentist. It's the eye doctor. It's the ENTs. It's the specialist. Whatever it is that you're feeling in, you feel like you need to go, go. If you don't have insurance, then try and find an urgent care or walk-in clinic somehow. And if they turn you away, then go back. But the real topic today is why men do not go to the doctor on a regular basis. Let's talk about it right now. So I had the opportunity of sitting down talking with my older brother. He's 64, 65 years old. And he is a kidney plant um, recipient. And he received his kidney maybe for two years or two years ago. He received the kidney and he's doing well. He's stabled and of course he had his ups and downs. And he is... One of the reasons that we want to do this topic, because we talk about this all the time, not only that with the kidney, he is diabetic, which is why his kidney is the way it is. So let's talk to him. This is this is a subject that I really want to talk about, like in public about men not going to the doctor and men not taking care of themselves and not understanding how important it is for you all to go to the hospital to get checkups to go to the dentist to go to the eye doctor to go to regular checkups if it's once a year twice a year however often you need to go this is something that i wanted to have a discussion because you how old are you 65 65 okay and all of this happened when you were like what 50 something mm, or 60 60 something i think i was like 61 or age of 62. yeah yeah right start going out of proportion and mm-hmm. at 62 when was the last time you went to the doctor like for checkups that was when i was um i never did go right and why? Like, why wouldn't you because go? Because I neglected myself. Huh? I neglected myself. Yo, you neglected yourself? Yeah. yeah. I neglected myself. I didn't want to go nowhere to no doctor or nothing like that. Because I figured I'd be fine. I just said, that, you know, everything will be fine, Steve, so you just continue to do what you're doing. And that's it. Just get up every day, go to work, do what you got to do in the day. But for some reason, it hit me. When it hit me that night, when I was home, that just took a toll on me, and ever since then it just gotten worse. But I. So what I you mean when up. you was home? You start feeling sick. I'm saying when I um when I when I first had the kidney transplant. Oh okay. When I was home that night, me and Doc, I laid down like nine o'clock, cause I know I had to get up early in the morning and go to work. 
and I didn't, I didn't um, think nothing of it. I think everything was gonna be fine. Must have been about like 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The kidney had done failed. The oh, kidney failed okay. at 11 o'clock that night. And when I got to the memorial, um, they told me the kidney was gone. And I was like, what up? What do you mean the kidney gone? I said, I've been doing number one and doing number two ever since. Right. Blank, blank, blank. I said, I don't understand it. But all the complications sitting behind all that there. So with the diabetes going on, the, uh, the neuropathy going on, the high blood pressure and everything, and other complications than the one I'm telling you about right now, with the shaking of the head and everything, it's the feeling inside my body, which nobody don't understand it. I can't even pronounce it to you what it is. Oh, you mean when you were shaking your head like you're doing now? Right. Okay. And it, I believe what that is, is because you can't see, it's another part of your senses. Because sometimes when people go blind, like their other senses, whether it's their uh, hearing or their smelling or something like that, it tends to be uh, more because you, you you can't use your eyesight. And so mm-hmm. it's like a comfort. It's like a safety comfort that you do when you, you know, when you shaking your head like that. You know how some people twiddle their thumbs, like literally just roll their fingers around, mm-hmm. you know, because like it's... I was doing it, like yeah, I was doing you do that too? Yeah, but, but I have my hands Oh, no, like you, this. right. You rubbing your hands. I rub yeah. my hands. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And that's, that's also, it's... Um, Part of what's going on too, because it's like every time I do something, just like I just gotta do something, right? And it's like either I'm shaking my legs, put me to sleep, mm-hmm. I'm bobbing my head to put me to sleep, or whatever I gotta do to put me to sleep, I just do it. Yeah, you know, but not bobbing the other hands and not wiping, not doing this with the hands and nothing like that. It's just the legs and the head. Right, so, right. No, I think you do the hands too, because I remember. We were going to the uh, to your labs, and I kept mm-hmm. asking you, why are you rubbing your hands like that? And you said you didn't know you was doing it. So I think it's like a, it's a comfort that you do, you know, to keep you calm and to keep, I guess, your thoughts, you know, you don't know you're doing it at all, but it's just a way for you to cope with everything that you're going through, you think? Like a coping mechanism? You know, just just to keep you from maybe having anxiety or feeling depressed, so you just rub your hands or you shake your leg, or it relaxes you. Like you say, it helps you yeah, go to sleep. It helps me yeah. go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but my head is like it's like you know when you put water in the balloon. Uh huh. And how the balloon how the balloon moves when you shake it. Yeah. When you just move it. Yeah. That's how my head feel. It feel what, like pressure. No, it's not no pressure on the head. It's like it's like you got water in the balloon. Right. You know how the balloon just wiggle. Oh, just wiggle, right? Uh-huh, that's, that's how, how head your head too. when you moving it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Only when you moving it. Yep. Oh, okay. But if I keep it still, it ain't gonna last for no more than about a minute. Then the you'll start doing, doing again. It again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I said, this, these things are something that the doctor ain't gonna never pick up on. All they gonna do is want to draw your blood and. Come out running tested and they come back and tell you or oh, they can't find nothing. Well that's yeah. what they have to do. You know, they have to run your blood. That's the only way they're gonna find out what's going on because anything that's in the body is, is in the blood. You know. So 
we just have to monitor it and then do some research to find out why you're shaking your head to make sure it's not a nerve condition you know what i mean because it could be a nerve condition mm. um it could be you know like you say it's, it's a comfort mechanism to to keep you calm and to relax you so that way your thoughts and you know i can I, I can't imagine how you're feeling because this is this was something that you never had to deal with you know mm-hmm. and then being depressed is definitely going to be a part of all this because you know now you uh 65 and you really you can't do the things that you normally was you know would do in your life and and so what do you think that we could do to make you live better in these conditions because we know they already told us that you are not going to be able to get your sight they tried with the with the cataracts right Mm -hmm. so now that that didn't give us the result that we wanted what else you think that we could do or you could do that's going to help you feel more comfortable well, basically, number one is going out into society. Yeah. But right now, with the COVID, I better stay inside right now because I don't trust COVID not one bit. Yeah, because that's and, that and COVID is A lot of people around here that don't have no mask on or nothing like that, and they sit around here coughing and talking all in your face, like, yeah. you know, like sneezing and all that. I ain't trying to get no COVID. Right. And it's still here. People don't realize yeah, that COVID's still here. And I really mm-hmm. and truly believe that's what happened with your nephew, you know, because they, they, they called it an influenza bee. Mm-hmm. You know, that's still a flu because it turned into pneumonia, mm-hmm. you know. So so you just probably have to avoid maybe crowds and probably just start going to parks and going out in nature, maybe going to the beach and just putting your foot in the water, you know, just so you can feel because that's a part of, uh, that's another part of meditation is sensory, you know, touching and smelling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because you don't, you you know you vision impaired it's not you can't see the things but at least you can imagine when we're at the beach you can hear the water you can hear the waves you can hear the people you know you lay down in the beach and you smell you know you can smell the salt water what you think about that that's good but i don't like uh right now today i don't like going to the beaches right now in my condition because i never know what's going to happen out on the beach anyway when i'm there well, you're not going by yourself. I know that. And man. you're not getting in the water. But I'm still afraid of it. I don't know why I'm still afraid of it. I'm just afraid of it. Afraid of uh, being by the water or just being out in public? Both. By the... Both. Oh, okay. Well, you don't have to sit close to the water. You can just be f- farther back and get a chair and just, you know, lay there. So it sounds like you got a lot of fear that's building up. A lot of fear been building up ever since I found out I couldn't really walk how I normally used to walk. Uh-huh. Without using a cane and using a walker, it's just like that. Because when you take something away from me, I'm going to like bend my knees and like, uh-oh, where am I at? You know, I'm reaching, I'm reaching. And there's nothing in front of me to hold on to or nothing like that. Automatically right there in there, I say, well, I'm finna fall and bust my face wide open. That's the fear that I have here. Right. So I can't erase that. Because that always is here. That's why I keep that walker in place where it's at in the bathroom. Right. So I can go to the bathroom, come back and do what I got to do. And that's why I, I keep that chair on that side right there. I can get into a rolling. So, knowing really that I know I need to do some exercise. Yeah. I know that. 
Yeah. But I can't do exercises by myself. I don't have nobody here to monitor me while I'm doing the exercise. The only time I did, I got on that bicycle when you was here that day. Right. Because I could not get off that bicycle. When I stopped, I could not get off. I'm like, oh, my God. The way yeah. I feel right now today, I feel that same way on that bicycle. Yeah, you scared me that day. I didn't know what was going on. I really think that you overdid it because you're trying to prove to yourself that you can do more. Yeah. And you can't do You got to take baby steps. So what, what we thought about was buying you one of those pedals mm -hmm. where you sit in the chair. Like you sitting in this chair now, yeah. you put your foot on the pedals and you pedal. And that'll give you, you know, some movement because you got to have movement. If not, your body is going to get stiff, your muscles get stiff, your bones get stiff, and you get stagnant. And then that's when you start getting another issue and we don't want that. So why do you think that, why do you think men don't go to the, to the doctor? I, that's a good question to me. I know Doug say they don't like them to experiment on him, and I think that's what's going on too with a lot of men. A lot of men don't like going to the doctor because all they want to do is experiment on him. They want to draw blood, then they want to go do this, then they want to go do that. They want to take x-rays here, take x-rays. Well, take x-rays for what? If I tell you what's wrong with me, all you got to do is look into that subject about what I just told you. Not to go around and checking for blood and, and then checking about what's going on with your body because basically... Drawing blood is basically not going to give you all the answers that you're looking for in a person's sickness. So that sickness is still there, but you'll come back and tell me, oh, well, we didn't find out. Everything is fine. We can send him home tomorrow or send him home but today. But you're still feeling the same way. And you're still feeling the same way. So that is why I always say I don't like, like to go to the doctors. And even say when that day when they, with, the, with this um, infection I had, I ain't say nothing about not going to the doctor on that day right there because I had a high fever. Right. I say, okay, so I go and I see what's going on. But I get to the doctor's office, I get to Jackson, and then Jackson tells me, I asked one of the ladies if they can help me get to the bathroom. Oh, we don't do that. If you can if you can walk, you can get there on your own. But they know you, you nope. visually When I impaired. told that lady I was visually impaired, I cannot see where I'm going. She said, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about that. I'm like, what? So how did you go to the bathroom? You didn't I, tell I, us they that. Gave, they gave, I told Evelyn that. They gave me one of these buckets uh -huh. to where I had to put up under my behind and shit in it. Wait. Twice. So e e e you told, okay, so when you told her that, what happened from there? Did she say something to them? I'm sure she Evelyn did. Evelyn wasn't there. Evelyn wasn't there. I told Evelyn that when she came there. Oh. Oh, okay. And this was Evelyn, after you got yeah. out? Uh-huh. I told Evelyn that Evelyn said, well, 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 why did they do that there? I say, I don't know why. Yeah, that's but when the you should have said something me, to us. I told us. the lady, I say, I say, listen, miss. I say, if there's somebody see that sign up there on that door, that y'all don't have the patient get to the bathroom or nothing like that, that's a lawsuit. Because a blind person, either a person with no legs, can fall and injure themselves real bad, what do you think that's going to do to the hospital? Yeah. And the lady said, oh, we can't touch you because of this and because of that. I'm like, you know what? I told you I don't I, I don't want to go to Jackson. It's not just Jackson. That's every hospital. Every hospital think the same way and differently. They don't want they want to draw your blood. They will tell you they're not gonna take no blood from you. Then they come up all night drawing blood, drawing blood. Yeah, drawing. they do it all night. And that's all night. And you like I thought you said you won't, won't come take they no blood. They do it through the day because it's it's the rounds they take. They do the rounds, but 
So, Steve, I just want you to know that we're just going to have to really put our heads together and come up with a plan or a routine so that you can get out this house, so that you can get some sunlight, even though you say you only can see a little bit in your left eye, mm -hmm. like a little light. Yeah, like what I'm seeing right now, straight That's the light. Right that's why I keep telling you to keep the light on in here so that that eye, because that's exercise in my opinion. And then you need to go out in the sun and look at that sun sometimes with that eye that you are able to see some light. Because when you sit in the room in the dark, that's not helping. You understand? Mm -hmm. You got to get out of the room. You got to get out in nature. You got to get out so that you can breathe some fresh air, so that you can get some uh, vitamin D naturally from the sun. And listen to the wind, listen to the birds. Like that's other things that can also give you some comfort. But I know when y'all come in, y'all find me in the bed a lot. But it's the reason why, because of the sickness that I have right now, it makes me get to get to that bed. That's the only way I can feel safe if I'm in that bed. Not getting up and trying to walk around or nothing like that. Because there's one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to I don't want to um, injure myself in no kind of way. So when I go to the bathroom and take a shower, uh -huh. I put the walker right in front of the shower. shower yeah. So once I get out of the shower, I can grab a hold of that and get out. That is the only best way I can do that there. And, um, you know, yeah. I, I, when I stand, I stand. When I stand and I get the feeling that I have right now today, it goes all the way to my legs. So is that the new, the new, um, the neuropathy? Is the, that what you're talking about? No, the feeling that I have right now. What is that feeling? That feeling is like a, um, how can I describe it? What, like lightheaded or? It's like you got vertical. Dizzy. Yeah, but oh, it's not okay. really on the dizzy part though. Uh-huh. It's just like you just. Spinning? Just, it's not spinning. Uh-huh. Confused. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Like, yeah. like just being confused and like everything is not regulating the way it needs to regulate in your body. And it's just okay. like. Okay, so it's, it's like it's your equilibrium like is off. Like yeah. you're not balanced. Balanced. I'm not right. balanced. I'm not nothing. So right. That's why right. I say it, it, it's very hard for people to understand that. And like I said, the doctors them don't understand. You know it. what? It could be because you take a lot of meds and it all could be side effects from the meds that you take. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could be that because it's not vertigo. Vertigo, you can't sit up. Right. Because I, I experienced vertigo. So it could be because you've been taking these meds for so long, your body has not really become numb to them. Your body is fighting it or your body is reacting to whatever it is you're taking. Because remember, you take like two and three meds at one time throughout the day. Because this, um, the sickness, what I'm, the feeling that I have right now was all the way when I was over the Wanda house. Uh-huh. And I know paramedics came that one day and took me to the Jackson. They took me to the old Jackson over here in North Miami. Right. I remember but, that. Mm -hmm. um, I came home from that day, but I could not tell the, tell the paramedics what was wrong. Wrong, yeah. So you, you know, you, because I did not know. I can't, I can't express to tell him what kind of sickness or what kind of feeling that I have. So it's not a sickness. It's it's what it is, is a feeling. Mm -hmm. So you have to tell them how you're feeling. And what you're telling me is you're feeling unbalanced. Like when you get up, you mm -hmm. feel like you're, you're off and you feel like you're going to fall. 
right? Right. So that's right. that's like your equilibrium is off and everything is not balanced. Your body is in balance. Your body is off. And if you don't hold on to something, you're afraid that you're going to fall. Mm -hmm. So that's how you explain it. You just tell them like your equilibrium, your balance, you just feel off. So we got to look that up, do our own research, do our due diligence to find out why you're feeling like that, to find out why you shake your head, to find out why you move your leg, why you rub your hands, and just start doing the research to see what is, what's those causes and what how we can treat it naturally. And then on top of that, we got to create a routine for you other than just going to the doctor's office, going to labs. You know what I mean? That's That can mm -hmm. be enough to make you depressed on top of everything else. So if you had an outlet, I know you go to the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. I know you go to the lighthouse for the blind. You know, I know you go to the school and that, that would probably give you a little outlet. But it give me a little bit of outlet, you know, because there are people that, that you could meet different people and, right. you know, socialize with and talk and, you know, just have fun, even though it's for a couple of hours a day. Right. But when I get home, I'm it, right back where I started. Start. Yeah, so something has to be so, here. You know what I mean? Something has to be going on here for you to feel, you know, comfort. I know you go sit on the porch sometimes. Um, We're we just going to have to come up with different things for I you to do. I go out on the porch today, but I say I know it's hot out there. And I don't feel like well, this is the time there. you want to go out on the porch is in the morning. Because mm -hmm. when you go out anytime, like, you know, one, anytime after one, it's going to be super hot. Right. But, okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to work on coming up with a routine a daily routine for you while you're home a daily routine for you outside because i know your nurse and your companion come and do their do their part but we're going to have to come up with other things for you to do so that way you're not sitting in this room and sitting in the house getting depressed so if you could talk to any other men out there what would you tell them in terms of going to the doctor you better go because your bottom line is when the sickness hits you don't sit and say you did not, nobody did not tell you to go to the doctor and have yourself checked. Because a lot of guys right now today, they're out there, they're drinking, they're destroying their liver, they're destroying yeah. every part of their body, and that's when the complication is going to hit you. And it also can lead to blindness, it also can take away whatever going on in your body. Yeah. It can take away your liver because you're destroying it right now today when you're drinking. I don't think people really understand Saying how, how no. important the liver is though, mm -hmm. you know. Because the liver just is important, just like your heart is. Yeah. And if you don't treat both of them fairly, yeah. you're gonna miss something. Yeah. But it's okay. We're gonna get it together, big brother. We're gonna work on something, come together, and try to create a routine for you that's gonna give you some livelihood. Give me a high five. Hold your hand up. Yeah, high five over here. There we go. We're gonna come up with a routine to give you some livelihood because that's what's missing. It's like your life is being sucked out, right? That's yeah. how you feel? Yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. Right, it feels like your life is being sucked out of you. You don't have nothing going on. You feel like, you know, why am I here? Because you don't have your eyesight. You can't really walk the way you want to. But we're going to get through this. So we're going to put all this, what we're talking about, in the universe so that they can give take what we're saying process it and bring it back to you abundantly to give you if not your sight but something that you can see more because you say right now you can see a little bit out your left eye mm -hmm. to see more to feel more confident and remove that fear because that fear really is stopping you from doing a lot of things right 
So that's what we're going to do. We're going to send all of this up to the universe, to the most high, the creator of life and the universe so that they, it could be processed up there and sent back down to you abundantly so that you can live a gratitude life abundantly. Even if you don't get your full vision, at least you are able to see something more than what you're seeing and remove that fear. That's basically what we want. We want that fear to be removed because if you got fear hovering over you, you're not going to be, be able to do anything because you're scared. You're scared to go outside. You're scared to go to the beach. You're scared to walk down the street. You're, you're scared. So we got to get that fear away from you. Okay. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we all good. We all good. Today's episode was brought to you by Fashion Reboot, a sustainable online pre-owned boutique specializing in vintage, retro, modern day brands and unique style. Visit them at fashionreboot.store.